Good morning. It's the KVMR local and regional news update for Tuesday, August 10th. I'm Steve Baker. Nevada County has its first COVID death in four months, but first, it's regional weather. Nevada City, Grass Valley, today hot and sunny, high near 96. Tonight, mostly clear and a low of 68. Tomorrow, hot and high 99. Sacramento, today hot and a high near 100. Tonight, mostly clear, a low of 64. Tomorrow, hot and a high of 103. Truckee Tahoe, today haze and a high of 88. Tonight, haze and a low of 49. Wednesday, haze then sunny and a high of 89. And Placerville, today mainly sunny and a high of 96. Angels Camp today, sunny and hot, high 99. Nevada County Public Health reports 146 new confirmed COVID-19 cases late yesterday afternoon, covering four days. No report was issued last Friday. Out of 5,915 cases since the start of the pandemic, 490 are active. That's an increase of 56 from Thursday. 25 people are now hospitalized, one in intensive care, and that's an increase overall of 11 patients since Thursday, according to UBINET. And there was one death, so the county death toll is now 76. That would be the first COVID-19 death since April 9th. You've lost your house in the River Fire. How can Nevada County's Department of Environmental Health help you out? Here's an excerpt from Felton Pruitt's interview with Department Director Amy Arani. It'll air tonight during KVMR's evening news at 6 p.m. and be available as a podcast online at kvmr.org. If you're a property owner, you unfortunately have suffered the loss of your home primary structure, what will happen once we receive funding? We work through California Office of Emergency Services and we establish a debris recovery program. Uh, To start the process, there are two phases. Phase one is where the Department of Toxic Substances and Control have a team and they come in, they look at every parcel, and they remove what would be deemed as household hazardous waste. That's like expired propane tanks, uh, paint cans, ammo uh, chests, you know, like gun safes and that in their garages, and those are left. They come in and they look for that. Once they clear a property, and they'll remove it, they'll mark it, and it gets removed, then we jump into phase two. And phase two is if property owners wish to sign up for government assistance, and what that means is CalRecycle subcontracts with companies or a company to come in and do a complete site remediation. They essentially remove everything on the property that is within the burn footprint. So in other words, the home, uh, say it's on a slab, the entire slab would be removed and all the debris upon the property would be collected and removed. And that again, prior to all of that commencing, even the phase one, the owners of the the particular property would need to sign up uh, via a right of entry form. It's a detailed document, I'll admit that. I've tried to come up with kind of guidance, like a checklist to help, but that's why we're here. So if people have questions, you know, they need to reach out to our department. They can call anytime, you know, our direct line or our office line is 530-265-1222. You want to select option three. And then, you know, my staff is understanding we have a, a spreadsheet and we're, we're starting to gather data. Again, an expanded edition of this story will air during KVMR's Evening News tonight at 6 and is now available as a podcast at our website, 
kvmr.org. The Nevada County Sheriff's Office will be issuing a pass that will allow homeowners to return to their properties in areas still closed to the public. Law enforcement will be patrolling in the closed areas and checking for entry passes. You can get those passes at the Sheriff's Office on the second floor of the Rood Center on Maidu Avenue, Nevada City, today through Friday, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. And the union is reporting the body of a 30-year-old Grass Valley man was discovered last week in a Placer County canal with his feet bound together, the Placer County Sheriff's Office is saying. The man was only partially clothed, and despite not passing identification, the Sheriff's Office was able to identify the person. His name hasn't been released. There are some key factors we're looking at. Lieutenant Nelson Resendez, public information officer, tells the union, there's no evidence of trauma, but we were able to determine he's a Grass Valley resident. The man's body had been in the canal for at least a week, leading authorities to determine he was not a river fire victim. Sheriffs are treating it as a suspicious death. PG&E Corp. inspectors had found no problems with power lines, power poles, or the tree linked to the Dixie Fire raging in Northern California, according to a summary of inspection records the utility released yesterday. This according to the Sacramento Bee. Under investigation in connection with the fire, which has become the second largest in California history, PG&E says its crews conducted routine inspections May 13th of the two power poles located where the fire was started and found nothing wrong. The last inspection was in December 2016. Similarly, PG&E says a January 14th inspection of the tree that may have sparked the fire found no problems. The utility also released a picture from 2019 of one of the power poles and the tree that PG&E believes to be the tree of interest. The company has already reported to the California Public Utilities Commission that an employee spotted a healthy green tree leaning against a conductor on a pole July 13th at a fire burning on the ground near the base of the tree. Last week, the Dixie Fire destroyed most of downtown Greenville, a community of about 1,000 people in Plumas County. PG&E is under intense scrutiny over wildfires and is spending billions of dollars a year to trim tree limbs and take other corrective actions aimed at improving fire safety. Today's birthdays include singer Ronnie Bennett Greenfield, better known as Ronnie Spector of the Ronettes. She's 78. And singer, flutist Ian Anderson of Jethro Tull turns 74, while singer Nina Cherry is 57. And now stay tuned for more music surprises on the Tuesday Morning Show with host Paul Emery.